I'm Christy Hemingway, host of Ed Curation, a part of the Education Podcast Network, just like the show you're listening to now. Shows on the network are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other interesting education podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com. Boone Titanium Rings, found on the web at boonrings.com, is an affiliate partner of Teaching Learning Leading K-12. And I'm also a customer. I have this really cool ring that's got these carved pistons and and stars in it. I love it. They make rings of titanium that are carved, laser cut, and engraved, as well as they have inlays of many types of materials like meteorite, acrylic, wood, carbon fiber, and so many other types. They also have special collections that are incredible designs. One of the top sellers are the Gamer Rings, the Stealth Series, and the Black Zirconium. As a note, they also make earrings, pendants, cufflinks, and for you musicians, they make cool trumpet mouthpieces. Love it. Go to boonrings.com and at checkout, use my code, capital T, capital L, capital L, capital K, number 12, and you'll get 10% off your purchase. So go check them out. I love my ring, and I know that you will love yours. Hey, welcome back. Steve here, and today I'm talking with Udit Agarwal, who developed a hands-on STEM education curriculum called Next Wave STEM. What an awesome talk. You're going to love this episode. So much to learn. Thanks for listening. And oh, by the way, don't forget to go to my website, stephenmoletto.com slash reviews and leave a review. Could you do that for me? That'd be so cool. Thanks so much. Enjoy the show. Hey, Steve here. And my podcast, Teaching, Learning, Leading K-12 is hosted on Podbean. If you use my affiliate link when you sign up for podcast hosting, you will get one month free. I've been on Podbean for the whole existence of my podcast since November of 2013. In that time frame, I've had nonstop service. I've had easy access to assistance when I needed help. I've been able to upload unlimited pictures and podcast episodes. The dashboard is easy to use. My Podbean community has grown tremendously. Looking at starting a podcast? Well, use my affiliate link to get one month free of hosting. Go to my website at stephenmoletto.com sponsors and click on the Podbean hosting link to see what plans are offered and choose the one that you like the best. You'll be glad you did. You are listening to Teaching, Learning, Leading K-12, a podcast for educators, helping you help kids achieve their dreams. And now here's Steve with this week's show. Udit Agarwal has brought an innovative idea to life for the future of education. With a background in working with public schools, Udit quickly recognized a gap in learning elements, STEM education. Leveraging his network in the education space and partnering with accredited curriculum developers, Udit developed a hands-on STEM education curriculum to bring to students both in school and after school. Recognizing the concern about teaching shortages, Udit took his idea one step further and brought on a team of certified mentors to help schools teach the curriculum. What was once an idea has now grown into the future of learning, Next Wave STEM. Udit, thanks for joining me today and say hi to everyone. Hi, everyone, and uh, thanks for having me, Stephen. Well, I'm glad you're here, and this is really cool. It's, it's really awesome what you do, and I uh, can't wait to get into it. And, and uh, you know, we're going to be focused on Next Wave STEM, but before we get into your into our main purpose, let's talk about you. Where'd your interest in science and technology come from? And I know a little bit about that entrepreneurial thing you got going there. So uh. Yes. <laughs> so, really, uh, I'm a, I was always a curious-minded uh, child, um, you know, in the... Um, in elementary school, middle school, I was always the one asking a lot of questions, being a curious kid. And uh, I think that really just sparked, uh, that always stayed with me. And as I grew older, 
you know, um, I think it paired well with entrepreneurship where I'm always looking to things to make sense to me and uh, look for why things the way they are and finding different pain points that are out there and how to go about creatively solving them. Very cool. So did, uh, it is something just kind of attract you to, to STEM though? Is there something there or is it just that gap that you were looking at? Yeah. So, uh, STEM, you know, I'm, I'm heavy, very passionate about technology and what technology can do for, for us. And so, you know, working in the education system at Chicago public schools, I saw a gap with technology in the classrooms um, and really put together, you know, interviewed a lot of principals, a lot of teachers, uh, and a lot of students, and uh, come up with something that's technology-based and really helps teachers feel more comfortable uh, teaching STEM and teaching, just working and operating technology, um, as well as... um, so there's no gaps in terms of, you know, you have a lot of cool technology, but then how do you make the most out of that technology and how do you put it to day-to-day use and uh, connect the dots, connect with the real world? That's very cool. That's, that's awesome. That's, and, it's, and it's neat how ideas can build just like that. And, and, and we're going to start diving into Next Wave STEM. And, and that's actually what I want to ask you is, so where'd that, do you remember that original idea that's, that you went, ooh, this is it. This is where I got to go. That became Next Wave STEM? Yeah, so robotics, uh, robotics, or I should say robots, really, it's, um, when I first saw them in the classrooms, I was, it really sort of sparked um, my curiosity uh, when I was visiting some, some of the schools but at my, during my time at Chicago Public Schools. So I think seeing those in the classrooms really what sparked my interest, like, hey, this is, this is really cool. Uh, you know, that we are starting to teach using robots and coding uh, using robots. And I I just wanted to take that a little bit further and introduce other new emerging technologies into the classrooms along with just robots. Um, I saw there was a lot of robotics programs out there, but how do you really build a sustainable long-term program? Um, I think that's what I saw missing back then. Um, you know, what's next? What's next after robots? Like what, what else are we going to teach our students that will help them in, um, in the uh, job world, but as well as really understanding the concepts that can help them uh, in just personal life as well, making your life easier day to day, even at home. Love it. I love it. There's, there's so much that uh, can inspire. I mean, it, it's just amazing when you talk about robotics, the, the where the imagination can go, and, and and getting a chance to get kids an opportunity to experience a little bit of that, uh, it, it's got to be so inspiring. Because I mean, it just to uh, you know, and and now it's funny because it's so many years ago that they first put those the the two robots up there on Mars that you know they thought yes. they would la- they would last just a couple of months, and they ended up lasting years, <laughs> years. Uh, until like the yeah. one got stuck or something like that, and. Uh, but uh, and, and that alone, just uh, that it, it's being able to control them from this far away is like cool. <laughs> so anyway, neat, very very cool. Uh, neat stuff. Great so time to be alive. <laughs> yeah, it is. It really is because I mean, it's, in some ways it's a little scary, but because uh, you see some of those robots that look like you know the, the dog one that uh, walks. I mean, the good thing is they don't look like people yet, so <laughs> you know, they're a little Not rough yet. around the edges. But it's cool what they're designing. It's awesome. The uh, 
In your mission statement, this is noted to offer innovative educational experiences using emerging technology. So, so let's start by talking about what you mean by emerging technologies. Yeah. So emerging technologies are your, um, you know, uh, right now there's a lot of talk about crypto and, uh, uh, you know, there's all these new technologies that that's coming out every year and, we need to bring we need to start introducing those in in the in the school system as well uh not just you know learn it after you've graduated college i think it's too late to introduce what the real world looks like versus what we're teaching in the classroom so those are the emerging technologies so ai ai has been heavily talked about for many many years now but we don't really teach ai as much um, now some schools are progressive and they have AI programs, but it's not a, there's no standard created yet that we have to teach about AI, um, at, at, at a certain grade level. So, you know, AI is an example of an emerging technology. Cybersecurity is another one. Um, you have, uh, solar and renewable energy. Solar is, it's, has gotten really big in the last, um, few years um so all of these all of what's happening out there you know we're connecting with education early on so kids have their early exposure to what's going on in the real world so these are these are some of the examples of emerging technologies that's very cool and then you know it's, it's funny because uh you know obviously one of the things that you're trying to do and tap into is that it's very important for kids to get exposure to these types of current technologies instead of being, you know, going to school and being stuck in the past. And, you know, it's, it's funny. I, um, I can remember when, uh, now this dates me a little bit, but, uh, you know, in the early, uh, um, when I was in elementary school, there were still some books around that said things like, uh, when we get to space and, you know, <laughs> and it was, it was funny when you ran into a book like that, cause it was like, okay, it's a little, uh, we've been in space, we've been to the moon, we're doing a bunch of, we got to, actually at that time we had the shuttle stuff going. And I was like, uh, it was just funny because teachers would find stuff like this and share it with you and go check out what yeah. I found in the library today. Um, right. and, and, and I use that as an example that like today you really like kids to be able to experience instead of, you know, thinking that uh, robots only exist on uh, TV shows or something or AI. Right. <laughs> so it's become a reality now. Yes, it has. It's strange. There's, there's nothing, uh, by the way, just to note it with AI stuff, there's nothing a little scarier than when your phone says, Hey, I just want to tell you that if you left now, normally at this time you go to your, uh, this, this other place and it'll take you about three hours to get there if you leave now. And it's like, Whoa, right. Hey, you, <laughs> you're paying attention to me. <laughs> it's yeah. Cool. Yeah. It's, it's, it's awesome. Right. And, and it, you know, it, it gets a little creepy. I agree. Uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, but you know, there's, there's advantage to it. Uh, you know, now the phone is reminding me of these things and, uh, just working as my assistant almost. Right. Right. Like exactly. someone, someone's out there looking out for you. <laughs> yeah. That's what's cool is that, uh, you know, if, if I'd had this, this technology, the, the phone that I had at the time, even though it had some stuff, the technology wasn't at this level, 
Because this would have been great. I would not have been late for meetings. I mean, it would have been, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> been going, hey, Steve, you know, because it reminds me now. I mean, it reminded me multiple times, like, as I was over on another side of the building getting, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I got to get over to my office. <laughs> so anyway, I like that. It's, uh, it's pretty That's interesting. That's why they're, they're developing now those, uh, the glasses you can wear, the yes. smart glasses is becoming, uh, you know, sort of a, there's a lot of hype around it. And they're just giving you another wearable to remind you of things <laughs> so that if you don't have your phone, maybe you're wearing your glasses and you'll get a reminder that way. That would be funny, by the way. That would be interesting. That's, that's going to, especially if they all look, you know, if they all looked a little, um, the, the same yet a little different. So <laughs> I, I think Ray-Ban's uh, created, uh, has launched something already. I saw one of my buddy wearing one the other day. Um, that those are smart glasses. Uh, I believe they partner with Facebook. That's cool. That's and that would be a good company to have partner with them. I was I was thinking that the design, you know, people would be more encouraged to wear Ray Bans as opposed to the look of a plastic glass that you got out of like the gumball machine or something like that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so let's talk about why do you see a, this as a need? I mean, the the importance of teaching emerging technologies in the classroom. Let's. I mean, we've started talking about that a little bit. Um just how world is evolving. I think there is a lot of gap of what we are teaching in the classrooms today. It's, you know, I think we agree that it's, it's outdated. Um, so teaching about emerging technologies is give students the early exposure where their, um, the way of thinking evolves much earlier. Um, and it's, it's the new way of thinking that we are, um, exposing them to, so then um, part of my challenge when I graduated college was the real world was nothing compared to what I learned in school or how I was operating in school. So I think, you know, if we can help students um, in that area through, through technology, through uh, better innovative education, there is a, that shock will go away. The shock that you get uh, you know, going into the real world for the first time. Very much so. It, that shock really does happen. So it'd be nice to be able to limit that, uh, that shock. You know, I, I can think about everything from, you know, some of the types of programs that schools might be using versus uh, t- what's typical in, in some of the work environments and things like that, that they might be a little bit behind, you know, um, you know, there were, but, uh, one of the things that, uh, um, I think it's rather interesting about all of this stuff is that, uh, you know, the idea that, uh, you know, what role some of this might be playing in their lives and they don't realize it. Um, for, for example, like, uh, some of the AI and in, involved in the medical fields and things like this, that, uh, and like you talked about with cybersecurity and stuff like this, that, uh, you know, there's actually pathways out there. There's actually career paths in all these different areas. Um, you know, I think, I think that's probably a major, another major reason why you want to kind of expose them to it. I mean, any thoughts about that with the, the idea of leading to maybe they, they go, Hey, this is cool. I'd like to do that for work. Like using AI. Um, at- Just the idea of what you're doing, exposing them to this technology and uh, hopefully encourage them to say, Hey, this is cool. I want to do this. Yeah. So, you know, part of our, our vision is that with early exposure, it's, it's, you know, we, we're not expecting everyone to go and pick a STEM major, right? Uh, but I think the benefits of, of learning STEM, uh, the 21st century skills that we, that are, that we talk about, 
um, you know, there's just many, it, it gives students the, the, the feel mm -hmm. to experiment, uh, you know, where you're experimenting and learning to fail without fear. Uh, I think there's also a lot of fear with technology that you don't want to make a mistake when you're using technology for the first time. And I think that, you know, if we can take that fear out early on, I think, you know, we're making our students more open to um, experiment and, and, you know, create, um, be, become inventors and creators of, of, uh, of different things. Um, you, you know, uh, I mean, creating something, you cannot make it the right the first time. It's always goes through iterations, goes through a lot of feeling. And so that's, that's just one thing out of hundreds of different uh, things we're teaching in with STEM is that that one alone, one thing alone is, is super important. Oh, that's so much is. And it's cool that, uh, you know, this world that they're surrounded by, there's so much technology that you can see the growth that's happening rather fast, whether it's uh, um, a, a very famous uh, venture entrepreneur capitalist who is, uh, you know, got his own space fleet going and they keep trying yep. to figure out how to, you know, my favorite one was turning the ship around and landing after they launch it. I mean, that's, <laughs> that was a trip <laughs> um, just to watch the, the practicing trying to make that happen. And, uh, um, and, and, you know, and where robots have come and where AI has come in just a short period of time. And my, my favorite one right now is uh, that I would think is most visible to students is looking at what's going on with uh, autonomous vehicles and uh, whether they're going to be real or not, <laughs> really real. Well, it's, it's, it's real. Um, you know, Tesla just had its biggest year. Um, and yeah, it's, it's became a reality uh, in the last few years. And now, you know, all major automakers are, you know, releasing their own version of, of autonomous vehicles. So it's, it became reality quite faster than we thought. Most definitely. One of my favorites is if you notice some of these commercials that have come out where these other automakers are showing you things that even though it's not quite completely autonomous, it's, they, show, they show the driver letting go of the wheel and clapping. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> you know, yeah. what are we doing here? And, uh, and one of my favorite areas is the shipping industry because you see you know, lots going on with uh, the possibility logistics. of... right with logistics and yeah, trucks and, yeah, logistics and, right now is all over the place. <laughs> you got that right. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, I think a lot of this is, is still future. Um, you know, uh, Tesla trying to show that you can you know, literally sit in the backseat. I know not everyone has that kind of uh, capability in their car. Even if you have a Tesla, there is some limitations, but I think as the infrastructure builds as, as you know, people get trained on what to do, what not to do, then, you know, it, it will become, it will be fully autonomous, uh, which is what, you know, uh, the automakers are going for. But we're slowly getting there. And what's really cool about it is that you talk about, uh, it's, it's interesting, the, the changes that happen in times. And so, I mean, there used to be this real focus on how quickly technology was changing our world. And uh, I mean, I can talk about just <laughs> simply the things going from when I was a kid to suddenly, um, you know, eventually we had uh, the cell phone that just changed so much stuff. And, 
and now what we've you know we've got the the chips that it's it's like unbe- unbelievable how much faster than fast you can get and uh, and smaller and uh, so forth like that because you know one time we thought a 386 was pretty fast man <laughs> you know yeah. check, check this out and and now it's like <laughs> it's like ancient it's like would this thing hurry up if it ever even worked um you know and it, and they're replacing the phones that operate on 3G forcing that that change because we need to be in a different technology world and and you know everything from what's ever going on in space to to what's going on in the land and i and i got to say that what you're talking about and what you're doing has to generate some interest with kids to, to think about that, which is really cool. So can you, first, before I get into my next question, do you have a favorite technology that you like? One of the ones that would be your thing to be focused on? Uh, currently it's drones. Ah. Yeah. What do you like about them? Just um, the different applications and the possibilities of, of drones and uh, how you know, there's there's a lot of advancement that has happened with drones in the recent years, uh, which is great to see. Uh, and we are seeing that the technology actually works uh, in different uh, in different areas, from farming to um, you know uh, delivery. We're, we've been talking about that. Uh, so you know, logistics. Uh, if there's a fire, you know, you can send a drone to really you know uh, where humans can go. You know, you can send a drone to places. Um, I think we're seeing it in action, uh, which is great. Which is great to see and and seeing the benefits of a drone. Uh, yeah, it's that's what's it's favorite. I think we're leveraging drones to their potential, or have started to use them to their potential. Very cool. Yeah, that's 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 a fascinating area because it has come a long way in a short period of time, and you know, it's that that was all kinds of uh, people's imaginations around that stuff when you know, uh, um, back when uh, Star Trek and Star Wars and all that sort of stuff were going on, and we, you know, all it was was in the imagination of the writers and the the, the special effects people, and uh, now it's very real, which is cool. So uh, yes. Um, my favorite thing, though, is to see somebody practicing with their drone, flying it, and it flies into a building. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> oops. <laughs> so. I, I have done that myself. Um, that's, so it's, 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 that's how you start. That's how you fail, and you learn from it. Right. And then you get better at it. Exactly. You get better. That's the whole point, right? We can yeah. Learn from that mistake. What did I do wrong that time? We'll figure this out. Right. So. So who's your target audience? Who, who, who really are you focused on? Uh, what age kid or uh, families, uh, schools, school systems? I mean, who's really your target? Yeah, definitely schools. Uh, the goal for Next Web STEM has been always uh, introducing STEM during school hours um, and not so much of seen as a enrichment after school activity. Uh, we want STEM to be inclusive and become part of the school day. And uh, so, yeah, the audience is is schools um, and schools who either have a STEM program and they want to build it further or schools who don't have any STEM program and they just want to start it. Uh, We will even provide instructors to the schools who do not have a STEM instructor. So, you know, that's uh, that's something we have started uh, offering that, uh, you know, because I know it's challenging to find STEM instructors, especially uh, right now. So we have um, we have trained instructors who 
who can teach these emerging technologies. They're already trained uh, on the curriculum and, and how to effectively teach students. Very cool. And, it, you know, one of the things that uh, um, I, I got to get you to describe. So if a school was wanting to work with, uh, uh, with Next Wave STEM, what, is, what does that look like? What, is, what, what do you envision with, uh, when, a, when they sign on to, to get you to come in? Uh, what are they going to experience? A lot of, lot of excitement uh, from, from students, from teachers, uh, a lot of excitement in the building. Um, you know, just, just like, hey, we're, we're learning hands-on today. Uh, you know, uh, all of our programs are hands-on. So include some sort of piece of hardware that students can build, touch it, feel it, uh, create a project with it, uh, code it the way they like. Uh, so there's a lot of um, lot of excitement and a lot of learning that's happening. Um, so yeah, I would say number one thing is, is definitely the excitement it creates, the learning environment that it creates. It sort of changes that um, the traditional school. Um, day with something more fun and, and, you know, kids look forward to it. That's very cool. I know I would look forward to it. That's, that'd be awesome. And right. I, Hey, can I sign up to be one of your teachers? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're definitely looking for, we're definitely looking for uh, instructors uh, to join our team to teach them. Yeah. Very and cool. How did bring these emerging technologies? And that's actually what I was going to ask you is how, how, did, how does somebody um, since you are looking, I mean, how, how would they uh, um, come on board or at least show you that they're interested? Yeah, uh, we have a uh, short application on our website. Um, if you scroll down on the homepage, there is a, um, um, we call it mentor position. Um, apply for that. And, uh, you know, we, we look at every single resume we get and, uh, you know, look for the most qualified um you know, teachers to, to come on board and uh, go through our training. Uh, it's free. And, uh, yeah, help us bring emerging technologies in every every classroom, every school. Very nice. Awesome. Yeah. One of the things I got to get you to talk about is, uh, so what is the pricing? How does this work? How does this, uh, can you talk about that just a little bit? So, like, I'm, you know, like I'm a principal and I've got, I got a few teachers have been talking to me about uh, this is an awesome program and we need you to open up your, uh, your wallet and, uh, <laughs> and bring yeah. it in here. It's a, what's it cost? Yeah. So we give schools an option to pick what technologies they want to start with. Right. And once they have picked the technologies, for example, they want to go with drones and they want to go with cybersecurity courses. Uh, once the courses are picked out, then we look at, who will be teaching it? Uh, is there is is there someone in the school like a STEM teacher or a science teacher or a technology teacher who has the bandwidth to take on our curriculum and go through our training? Uh, it's only a two half day training um, worth of training that they get and they get ongoing support from us. So they can reach out to us anytime if they need any um, help with the curriculum or the hardware. We also provide the hardware. So that's our first solution is it comes with curriculum training support and hardware uh and then second option is if a school does not have an instructor that can teach these courses then we will send one of our instructors to teach the students during school time or after school time uh, or summertime um school just has to tell us what what days and times to come and ours our staff will come and school will get all the hardware 
are trained, certified uh, background check instructors, and uh, we will get the program going. That's awesome. So, so are you located? Uh, I mean, can this happen across the country, or are there certain regions or certain cities, or, uh, or how's that work? Yeah, so we're available in Chicago, New York City, Miami, and LA right now, and we're expanding in other metro cities as well. Um, and this is for when one of our instructor goes into the schools. But if a school wants to just adopt the curriculum and have one of the school instructors go through our training, that's available nation- nationwide uh, and uh, internationally as well. Gotcha. So there's no there's no limitation. Uh, school can be located anywhere um, as long as it's an English speaking school, uh, because our curriculum right now currently is in English only. Uh, something we're actually be translating in other languages as well. Uh, but yeah, as long as it's an English-speaking school, it can be located anywhere, and they can adopt our curriculum. Very cool. So, so what's the next big step for you guys? What, what you got? Uh, you got some big plan? I mean, you got something that's like in the works that you're going to uncover, or you you're really focused on this? What what's that big thing you got going right now? You got to have. Yeah, something. we we in the last few months we have introduced a lot of new technologies. Um, uh, Internet of Things is one of the new programs we launched. Uh, I talked a little bit about solar and renewable energy. So the plan now is really uh, getting the word out to the schools and uh, letting them know about the program and uh, and help schools adopt the program and uh, bring these innovative experiences to the students in communities everywhere. That is so cool. Very cool. And I wish you all best with that. Uh, you know, uh, we're getting ready to finish up. And I, I was wondering if you just tell people where they can connect and learn. And if they wanted to find out some more information, where can we send them? Yeah. Um, on our website and any all major uh, social media platforms, our website is nextwavestem.com. Um, our website has, has uh, a lot of the, a lot of the good information. Uh, there's also a re- contact us button, a little chat pop-up that, uh, you know, you can get some immediate answers from and, uh, or follow us on social media. Uh, you can reach out to me directly or one of our team members, uh, or just, uh, you know, reach out to us on our company page, uh, on LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. Excellent. And I'll put all that information in the show notes. So it makes it easy for them to, to find them link, link to it, especially if they're listening on the phone. They just go right there to the show notes and click over there and, Come visit your website. So good stuff. Um, yeah. So uh, I got last two questions for you that I like to ask my guests. And uh, the first one goes like this. Uh, how do you keep going when so much is going on that you may want to quit? Just the um, uh, passion and excitement of creating something. Um, that's what keeps it going. You know, creating a brand that is helping students uh, helping teachers, um, and really help, you know, just be a little part of that, uh, just keeps me going, uh, and keeps our team going, uh, you know, just, you know, just the little difference we can make. Um, it's, it's, you know, uh, we're, we're fortunate to be, to be, you know, in this space and doing the work we're doing. That's, that's awesome. I love that answer. That's so cool. Uh, last question for you. Do you have a teacher in your past who made a difference in your life? If so, who was it? And what would you say if given the chance to say thank you? 
Yeah, uh, many teachers. <laughs> I like like I mentioned in, in the very beginning, I was always a curious child. So thanks, thanks to all the teachers that answered all my difficult questions. <laughs> uh, like that. that definitely helped. Uh, uh, that's definitely helped. Um, and you know, uh, uh, but specifically, let's see, um, which teacher to thank the most. Uh, that would be my, um, that would be Ms. Jones, uh, who was my ESL teacher. Um, so I immigrated when I was 16 and I was in the ESL program. Um, now I, I went to an English school in India, but you don't, you don't talk enough in English. Um, and also obviously the accent is different, um, in the U S so, you know, my ESL teacher definitely helped me um, become a better English speaker. Um, yeah, so definitely big thanks to that. That is so cool. Thanks for sharing that. And, and, and thanks so much for sharing Next Wave STEM. What an awesome focus you have. I'm wishing the best in all you do. This is so cool. Thank you, Stephen. Thanks for having me and hope everyone enjoyed uh, our conversation. Teaching Learning Leading K-12 is excited to be a member of Voice Ed Radio. Voice Ed Radio, your voice is right here. Teaching Learning Leading K-12 is a proud member of the Education Podcast Network. Podcasts for educators, podcasts by educators. The opinions expressed on Teaching Learning Leading K-12 are those of the guests and hosts. Teaching Learning Leading K-12 is intended to share ideas, advice, and suggestions for classroom teachers and school administrators. Teaching Learning Leading K-12 is produced for educational purposes. Thanks for listening, and I hope you'll share it with your friends.